three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 10 of Add-Ons with the Unbreakable Spirit and... The Executioner, the... Daniel Travis. God dang it. <laughs> <sighs> I am, of course, the Unbreakable Spirit, joined by my co-host, who always interrupts me, yes. the Executioner. Yes. We got three topics for you today. Topic number one. WWE just can't stop releasing people, can they? Hell no. No, And topic number two is CM Punk saying MJF should make the jump to WWE. And why we think that's probably not going to happen and or a bad idea. And topic number three is the results of the day one prediction battle. And who will have to watch a movie from their least favorite genre? Let's jump right into topic number one. Yes, WWE just doesn't really seem to give a shit and just release people. They released William Regal, which is a big WTF. They released Timothy Thatcher, which is kind of surprising. And for the second year in a row. And they released Danny Birch and Road Dog. And yeah, for the second year in a row. Second year in a row. Samoa Joe. Which is just a big. What the fuck, WWE? Now, now I will say we do know that wrestlers that were released that have been scanned for. 2K22 will be in the game. But I'm just like, like, I hate to be the guy to just say this, but William Regal getting released is kind of a bit, it's kind of the main one that I am honestly surprised about, considering the fact is that he was the GM and then just was the GM for the golden, like a gold brand. And then was appeared on the first episode of 2.0 and then completely vanished off of the face of the earth. Yeah, I was going to say, he disappeared after the wedding. Yeah. I mean, honestly, because I don't really get WWE just like, why did you need to release Regal? What did he do? Because, oh, because of budget cuts? You're a you're, WWE, you're a multi-billion dollar corporation. Why the hell do you even have budget cuts? Yeah, and like some of the releases, like one of them was Triple H's friend, obviously, the D-O-Double-G, Road Dog. Who may, who may can now appear in AEW and reunite the road, <laughs> and reunite the outlaws. I, I doubt it, because Billy Gunn's got that whole gun club thing. And then three, the three wrestlers that were released were part of NXT during the Black and Gold era. 
Samoa Joe, which is just a big like, like I, I I'm I'm gonna say this. I don't care if what people think, but WWE, you had a major opportunity to make Samoa Joe into one of the most dangerous sons of bitches in the history of your company, and you completely screwed that up. Well, yeah, I mean, he, he, they did have the, they did take him up on that opportunity in NXT and made him, what, a three-time NXT champion? Yep. But, like, WWE, like, they said every six weeks, this was the first releases in a while. Yeah. Now, Timothy Thatcher being released is just like, what? What did he do? He's like, he was the longest reigning evolved champion. And I have to say this, a hell of a wrestler. And you're just, <coughs> and you're, and you're just decide to like, okay, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, and speaking of which, since WWE bought Evolve, are any of them even going to show up in WWE? Because we know WWE isn't hiring indie talent anymore. Well, yeah, and if I remember correctly, Matthew, weren't they going to make like an NXT, like a WWE NXT developmental thing? Yeah, yeah, and give it like a... the whole point of 2.0 was to give it, like, an indie feel. Honestly, 2.0 doesn't really give it, like... Like, I hate to say this, but the black and gold brand felt more like... Felt more like... To use a baseball analogy, it felt like the minor leagues where Triple uh, A, where uh, NXT 2.0 feels like... Uh, another major league team. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but to be honest, like, I watch NXT 2.0, and sometimes it's hard to tell who's heel and who's babyface. Yeah. But can you tell that they're trying to erase the, uh, the black and gold NXT? Because uh, NXT New Year's Evil, which aired literally, like, a couple of days, days ago. ago. Uh, Breaker broke down a gold NXT or a gold X and apparently Backstage wasn't too happy about that. Yeah, I don't blame them. But WWE releasing Danny Birch, if you ask me, is just kind of like, like, I get When was I the last time he was on TV? I don't remember. Anyways, we got about 50 seconds. Let's move into our final thoughts. Okay, final thing. Road Dog, I will say that was surprising, but my final thoughts is WWE needs to realize is that the more that they release talent, the more that they are basically handing all of these people to other wrestling organizations. Yeah. And, like, WWE has a lot of people in their name, image, and likeness deal. So maybe they'll be using that for some, like, 
filler superstars that you can unlock in the My Rise or whatever. Yeah, oh, and I will say this. Uh, where I think Samoa Joe is probably going to go, probably AEW. Where the other guys are going to go, I don't really know. And we're going to take a short break. And we're back. Our next topic is CM Punk saying MJF should make the jump to the jump to WWE. I mean, my just question is, uh, how would he even get jump over to WWE if WWE isn't even taking any talent? I think CM Punk was being sarcastic because, like CM Punk, he's known to say whatever he wants. Nowadays. And, and, well, since 2011, when you think about it, and Punk was just saying, basically, you're not worth AEW, and you're about, and if you went to WWE, they would just release you anyways. Mm, Okay, he has a point. But I will say... Um, Adam, I didn't say this the last time we talked about the MJF CM Punk thing, but these two just have a really, I don't know if it's legit, real heat with each other, but they just seem to have great chemistry, and I personally kind of dig them taking jabs at WWE, because it's just it makes a whole lot of sense. I mean, I really hate to say it, but it honestly makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it does. Like, I mean, like a few of the founders of uh, AEW were WWE rivals, and then there's Cody Rhodes. Yeah. I mean, me personally... Um, some of these, uh, no, do I think MJF would do well in WWE? Eh, I don't know. Considering how much he, like, considering the kind of deep jabs he likes to take at people, I think, because I don't really see him going to WWE. I more of see him honestly stay in AEW and be, I, I don't know, maybe this year becoming a future world champion in that promotion. Yeah, he definitely could. Like, we all know what he said about, like, that world title opportunity or whatever. Yeah, the, their, um, the, the, the casino ladder matches that they have. Yeah. Which is like their money in the bank or something. I don't really know how it works. And you've been watching it longer than I have. But I honestly think that, um, when, because in case everyone has forgotten, CM Punk said, yeah, sure, go ahead to WWE. You'll just be released faster and I'll just be here waiting to whoop your ass. Or something like yeah, that. Something along but, those lines. But personally, um, I don't see MJF going to WWE considering how 
WWE is trying to be family friendly, but if you and also the fact that they're not hiring indie talent might have a factor in that. Yeah, which is just kind of stupid. I might add. Yeah, but but yeah. Um, I think personally that um, I don't know. I am curious on where exactly this um, or what's gonna happen with MJF and AEW, but I don't think that this is the last time we're gonna see these two in the ring taking jabs at WWE. Oh, I I doubt it. Knowing like all the hate that some former WWE superstars have towards the company. Mainly CM Punk. And with AEW being unscripted, Mm -hmm. the jabs are just going to keep going and WWE is just going to keep taking them straight to the face. I mean, honestly, this is just a fact here, but I I really do feel like um, with all these releases, I really feel like... um, when when AEW stars want to take jabs, I feel like WWE is just giving them material to use for them to take jabs at them. Yeah, and like, you know, WWE doesn't even have their guard up to block the jabs or deflect or anything. <laughs> yeah, no. But, I don't know, I think, um, where exactly, they, man, what do you think? Matthew, about this whole MJFC of punk um, thing. The rivalry is very interesting. I mean, admittedly, I I just I don't need, even need to pay attention to wrestling to know what's going on these days. That's how That's, long I've been watching. But, I mean, it's a good thing, but also kind of a bad thing. It's a bad thing in terms of wanting to make this podcast my livelihood and everything. Exactly. But, yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts on um, this, I find this CM Punk MJF rivalry interesting, and I don't really see anything. I don't really see this rivalry ending, and who knows? Maybe the first time we might actually see them wrestle each other is for the AEW Championship. Yeah, and we're going to take a quick break before we tell you who's going to have to watch a movie of their least favorite genre. And we're back for our final segment, which is the results of our prediction battle. Now, I will say there was a card change due to the Universal Champion getting the coronavirus. Yeah. Speed, recovery, and blah, blah, blah. But we had to make uh, backup predictions for yep. the WWE Championship Fatal 5 way. Yeah. So let's go um, through the card and see who won. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, I lost the kickoff match. Yeah. The kickoff match was 
Ricochet versus uh, Sheamus and that other guy. Yeah, and Sheamus team one. Yeah, in fact, you got the takeoff and the first match of the show right in a row. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the f- the first match was a banger of a match. That being another Uso New Day. Yeah, which Classic. you got that one right as well. Yeah, which the Usos won by the three by the three D of all moves. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, you got the Raw Women's Championship match. Yeah, I did. Uh, Wait, I did? Yeah, because Becky won. I predicted oh. Becky? No, no way you, oh. you got oh, right. no. I predicted Liv. Alright, and then we had RK, bro, versus the, the street bro. Okay, I you got... got a lot right in a row. I get it. I remember being <laughs> in despair during this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then um, we had that fatal five one, but was gonna be a one one, then a triple throw, then a fatal fourth, then bro, bro, Lesnar got on it. Wait, I wait. Didn't Edge versus? Uh, oh yeah, Miz happened before that. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. that one right. Yeah, and, and, and I even called the return of Beth Phoenix. Yep. Setting up for Ms. and Mrs. versus the Rated R Glamazons, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, not a bad name. And then um, the main event happened. And... Yeah, the, yeah, the Fail Five Way, which we had to make backup predictions, as I mentioned. Yep. Daniel, or the executioner, predicted Bobby Lashley. And I chose the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. Yep. And And Lesnar is the WWE champion now. Which I will say, I don't really know how that's going to affect the Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar Well, Lesnar's supposed to be on SmackDown tonight. Uh, Yeah. Free agents and all that. Yeah, and um, uh, though, and I in the end, I end up winning and I'm choosing Friday the 13th. I don't know exactly which version of it is. Hey, I'm but... fine with doing the first one for all I care. I've never seen a Friday the 13th movie. Well, it's basically a serial killer movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but like in terms of actually seeing one, I haven't seen it. And I'm actually going to I'm pretty sure be Instagram living this. Mm. So you can watch it along with me 
And if, if of course, you're old enough to watch a rated R movie, I don't want any, like, children watching a rated R movie and then having to sleep with their parents because they're scared of what they saw. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, boo. Boo, but uh, anyway. Which may make uh, the story be better, so I may do that. Yeah, but... Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's basically it, and um, our next prediction battle will be the Royal Rumble, which we will have to explain how we're going to do it, because, you know, Rumble. Yeah. I I just hope they have a face-off as the uh, theme song. Just because of like the we're gonna take your face off interludes. That uh, would be that wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. But also the song has nothing to do with the interludes, so it may not make sense. Yeah, but uh, my final thoughts are um yeah, I won. Yeah, this doesn't really need a final thoughts. It's just, I lost. It is what it is. Yes. Now I have to watch Friday the 13th, which I'm probably going to rent from iTunes. No, it's on Netflix. Lovely. Yep. Wait, the first one or, like, the most recent? I I will let you know. But anyways, you can let me know after the podcast because we are out of time. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussions. But until then, the executioner and the unbreakable spirit will be at odds. Please please follow us on Spotify. Find our Facebook page. I'm going to start linking that in the description. And and we will see you all next week. Peace out. Bye.